0: And it's time for Book Nook with... Katie Kroshauer from the Quincy Public Library. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: Looks like we have a couple of uh, children's book to go over this morning.
1: We've got some fun stuff today, you know, and I love these seasonal books that that pop up on our displays when um, when the children's librarian goes over and just grabs everything that looks appropriate. The first one I brought with me today is an Easter-related story. It is not a direct Easter story other than the fact that it deals with decorated eggs. Um, this is called Kachinka's Eggs by Patricia Polacco, and And, you know, you might look at this, and uh, being in western Illinois, we might think this is a turkey because of the color of the bird on the front. But it's actually a goose, and um, she... The The main character of the book is Babushka. This is very much an Eastern European, Russia, Poland, Ukrainian type of story. And one of the ways that they celebrate Easter is to do the very intricately carved and dyed eggs. You know, very, very detailed designs. And so the main character, Babushka, lived by herself and she, out in the country and would decorate these eggs and take them to the festival and win prizes every year for how beautifully her eggs were decorated. Well, in addition to that, Babushka also takes care of a lot of the wild animals around her farm, and one day she um, helps an injured goose. The goose has fallen to the ground. She takes it inside and helps it heal so that it can survive and and, um, be able to fly away when the rest of the flock comes back in the spring takes care of it, puts it in a basket, lets it have the warmest quilt. Well, as the goose heals, it breaks all of the eggs that Babushka has been working on throughout the entire winter to make them the most beautiful possible eggs at all. Um, And of course, she's very sad about that. But the next morning, it is a miracle and Kashinka has laid a decorated egg. Uh-huh. Oh. Pre-de- pre-decorated if you will wow. <laughs> yes and so it, those of course are even more beautiful than the ones that she had before but it's also springtime and so the goose is getting ready to fly away babushka you know gives her a special meal and thanks her for being such a good pet and how much she will miss her and things like that goes to the festival wins the best prize for all of how beautiful the eggs are decorated and then when she comes back with you know this beautiful feather quilt um sees the geese flying away, thinks of her dear friend, and then when she gets home, realizes that there is one egg that was left in the nest, and it hatches, and it is a dear little friend goose for her that will stay with her. For the rest of her days, nice it, out of a decorated egg, of course. Of course, that's great. <laughs> but it's it's a great story, and there are so many elements here that I think, as parents are reading it to their kids, or as kids are reading it, um, they're going to get intrigued about, you know, what do these eggs actually look like, and how, you know, how did this come to be their big celebration piece? Um, you know, we think of pastels and and you know, Easter bunny and things like that, but why? What is the significance of the egg to this culture? And and how is that represented in the book? And just learning a little bit more about, about that culture. So great story. Again, Kachinka's Eggs by Patricia
0: Polacco. And our next book is called Lift.
1: Yes. And this is a fun one. I saw this yesterday. I was like, I must read it. I must read it. It is written by Min Lei and Dan Santat is the Caldecott medalist illustrator for this book. Um, the the cover looks a little spooky. You're not sure what's going on. Everything is very vertical in this book, as you would imagine. Yeah. But the main character, Iris, and her family... She has a little brother, and her mom and dad, they all live in a very tall apartment building. One of the elevators is out of order, so they only get to use one elevator. This book went in a totally different direction than I was expecting from this mm-hmm. first page, because I thought, you know, parents are going to have to split them up and let each kid push a button in each elevator, <laughs> something like that. Um, but it, that is not what happens. Um, every day, Iris gets a little lift, a little, you know, just bouncing her step from being able to push the elevator button when they're getting ready to go out for the day. And that is something that just cheers her up if she's being a little crabby or has a, has a bad mood or something like that. But then one day, her little brother betrays her and pushes the button before she gets to. And Iris holds it together, you know, that first day. it's You know, she's dejected, but she's not happy about it. And then the next day, he does it again. And so she pushes all the buttons in the elevator, which, of course, makes them late for everything. And uh-huh. you can imagine the frustration.
0: All the buttons.
1: All the buttons. Um, and so there's, I'm sure, a discussion with the family about that when it happens. But a serviceman is there fixing the the other elevator, and he has left behind the old buttons. So she picks up the discarded button, takes it home with her, and tapes it to her closet door, which then... Becomes this wonderful portal to another world, to her imagination, to a place that she can escape to when she needs to get away from whatever is going on in her life. Um, She still has to come out, you know, and, and interact with her family and there's a babysitter and her little brother's crying and she's the only one that can cheer him up. Um, You know, and there's some great little like winks at popular culture because the little brother has a pet tiger who obviously looks very much like Calvin and Hobbes,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you know, and, but Iris realizes that she can share this portal into another space, her imagination with her brother and take, you know, because everybody needs a lift sometimes. Um, So, you know, they get to explore that together and even invite the animals in with them. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that does that sounds like a great book. I think uh, kids would really enjoy it. And it's very, very relatable because we all have, any of us who've had multiple kids have always had to have the button, the fight over the buttons on the elevator. And who gets to so, ride shotgun or who yes, gets to, you know, that kind of stuff. go
1: first through the door, mm-hmm. whatever it happens to yeah.
0: be. Um, yeah, So really, thing.
1: really great stories and some learning moments, teachable moments, coping skills that come through in that book, as well as just the sheer enjoyment of looking at the pictures and how the family relate to each other.
0: And you have some great stuff coming up at the library this week.
1: We do. This week is the celebration of the Week of the Young Child, and it is also National Library Week. But for Week of the Young Child, we are partnering with AOK, all our kids, and all of their partner organizations to introduce to parents, caregivers, anyone who deals with young children, the resources that are available through this community, um, the, the services, the resources. Um, yesterday, we had Music Monday, and it was the Quincy University students. And we've got um, together. One of the days is togetherness, and one of the days is crafting, and one of the days is more like an arts event. Um, but all of those organizations are presenting something at 10 o'clock on today Wednesday Thursday and Friday at Quincy Public Library we do ask that you register for that so that we know how many are coming there are going to be crafts and such and you can do that at quincylibrary.org on the website um, or you can contact all our kids and talk to them about it but they will also have um, entry forms so that you can win some drawings and some door prizes that they have provided based from their sponsors and from the people that provide these resources and services to the community. And what else do we have? Well, we also have um, next week is going to be the last marionette show of the season. So Monday at 6 o'clock, we will be presenting the Wizard of Oz marionette show. And then um, we also have Dr. Mowder coming on Saturday at 2 o'clock. This is the final installment of his World War II series that he's been doing. And the one on Saturday is going to focus on the POWs, those who were interned, and those in the concentration camps, um, which will be... Very heavy, but he is so well prepared and so, um, so easy to listen to so knowledgeable in that information that we really want to see a good turnout for this and see if it's something that we want to continue offering in the future um, Monday also for the adults in the room we will be showing News of the World which is Tom Hank a Tom Hanks movie um, and that is the first one that we're going to get to show at one o'clock and at five thirty on Monday so stop by if you've been missing our Monday movies we still cannot provide popcorn for you but you are welcome to bring a small treat or a covered drink of your own to to, okay. in, to enjoy while you're watching
0: the movie. Well, I'm glad the movies are back, so that's good as we uh, try to get uh, another step closer toward normalcy. I think we're almost there.
1: I think we're almost there.
0: All right, Katie, if, thanks a lot.
1: Thank you.